Hello there and welcome back to the podcast 5 Minutes with Ray. Today we'll be covering the college football playoff semifinals kicking off today at 4 o'clock. First you got the Rose Bowl semifinal game between the Fighting Irish Notre Dame and Roll Tide Alabama. That one is being held not at Rose Bowl Stadium due to COVID in California. It will be played at AT&T Stadium, Arlington, Texas, home of the Dallas Cowboys. And later that night, the most hyped-up game of the day as a rematch from last year's college football playoff semifinal, Ohio State seeking revenge on Clemson's comeback win of last year. That one will be played at Mercedes-Benz Superdome at 8 o'clock, and that will be the Sugar Bowl. Last time Clemson played in the Sugar Bowl, Alabama put a beating on them in 2017. So today we will have a question about Notre Dame, and we'll put the, I'll give you my predictions of Clemson, Ohio State. Of course, last year, Ohio State had a 16-0 lead, and since Sean Wade called for targeting, and he that was he didn't want to be his last play. He originally opted out this season, and then he heard that the news that Big Ten was playing, and he came back. So he's seeking revenge here. So once that happened, it went all up for Clemson as they they would take into the college football finals. But this time, I'm projecting projecting Clemson thirty-eight seventeen over the Ohio State Buckeyes. What do you think about that? I think it's going to be a closer game than thirty-eight seventeen, but I'd say uh, I take Clemson to cover the spread, which is seven and a half. Um, so I think they'll cover the spread, um, and I think they're gonna. You're gonna see a high-scoring affair. So I'm gonna take the over in this one, over sixty-seven and a half. I think uh, late in the game, you're gonna see Clemson uh, with a ten or an eleven-point lead that Ohio State's gonna cut into very late in the game. Yes, I just think don't think Ohio State's offense is consistent. They're not very efficient every game, as you see Justin Fields. They struggled against Northwestern. Thank thankful for um, Trey Sermon with the big game setting Ohio State records in there. But I'll give you the stats for that game. We'll start with Ohio State as Justin Fields, 21 for 38, 178 pass yards. He's struggling there with the pass game, even though number one wide receiver Chris Olave is back. And he's going to have a passing TD, and he's going to get the heavy – He's going to get a heavy load in the run game, seven rushes, but only for 32 yards as this Clemson defense has stepped up over the past weeks with their defensive captain, James Glasgow, coming back. He's a very key impact player, and he's going to have an interception. But the thing that I would watch, I think Ohio State's going to score. It's only 17 points I'm projecting, but in the first half with Clemson, Clemson's star safety, Nolan Turner, out for the first half today because of a costly penalty in the second half of last game would lead him out for one half. So you'll see him return the second half in today's game. So that'll be an impact to Clemson's defense and their secondary. So then we'll go on to Trey Sermon, who had a monster game. He's I'm projecting they didn't they Ohio State didn't really say anything about Master Teague and him splitting or one of them getting being the star, but based on last week's game I think he is gonna get the heavy workload, sixteen attempts for eighty three yards and a T day. Chris Olave returning today, six receptions for 73 yards. That's all he'll get today. What What do you guys think about that? I think Chris Olave is going to be a big boost for Ohio State. Yeah, so it will help in the pass game as you see struggling there yeah. with Gabriel yeah. Wilson. He's an Ohio State wide receiver, buddy. All right, so then 
We'll <clears throat> move on to Clemson. Lawrence, 25 for 36, 303 passing yards, three pass TDs, and you see him, five rushes for 54 yards and a long rush jam projecting about 20 yards of TD that he's going to get, but he's he's gotten so much better over the past year because his run game has just got better. So I think it's Ohio State's defense is banged up and it'll be hard to handle for them. Travis Etienne, 17 attempts for 112 yards and a TD. He's got he's going to get three receptions for only 12 yards, but he will fumble one time as Ohio State's aggressive defense, and he's throughout his whole career at Clemson, he's had issues with the fumbling. So, and then we're going to go on to Amari Rodgers, who's coming off a great game against Notre Dame in the ACC Championship. He'll have six receptions for 116 yards and two receiving TDs. What do you guys think about the Clemson stats there? I like it. I think you got to have a little more confidence in your boy Etienne I, to hold on like, to the ball. I do agree with um, Ray with Travis Etienne with one fumble because um, Ohio State has really aggressive defense and they force a lot of fumbles. Love yes. And there will be an angry Sean Wade out there cover, being ready to hit some get some hits in there. So, And then we'll move on to Alabama-Notre Dame. Notre Dame, well, this will come up our question actually right now before we do this. Notre Dame has been in the college football playoff for the past couple years now. Unusual for that to happen. They do make it pretty often, but not really in a row. But um, the question is right here. Is Notre Dame good enough to compete with every year with these teams? I think Notre Dame's always going to be in the top ten but I just think they're always going to be on the outside of the top three or four this year. They squeezed into think, the four. I think I think Notre Dame will um will be in the top ten for past another couple of years. Um, um, they have three tough competitors. They have Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State. Uh, Clemson and Alabama. In 2018, for the national championship, Clemson beat them. Yes, they did. Yeah, but Notre Dame, if you realize, you look at their um, past couple games, I'm projecting Alabama to get a high-score win here, but if you look at the past couple years, a couple years ago, Notre Dame, they were they're maybe the best roster on paper, of maybe this couple years, since at least in five years, they lost to Clemson 33-3, and they were really in that game, and then Clemson just pulled away with it, which they you see them do a lot. They always get off the slow starts there. But the past couple, and then Notre Dame just when they get in, I don't think, I just don't think they're going to, and losing Ian Book, it's going to be tough for them. And um, I just think if they're, like, the, you got undefeated teams out on the side, like Cincinnati's playing very Actually, the game's on right now on ESPN, but um, I think there's some 8-0 teams that to d- deserve by the record to get in, but um, I think um, it's, it's going to be soon to Notre Dame's. They're going to have to start playing well, or they're just going to see the the high recruits like losing them there, and that's when they're maybe it's not going to be there. They won't be in their prime for a couple well, today they have, they're getting 19.5 points, so I think Notre Dame's going to be able to cover that spread. I don't think they're going to win the ball game, but I think they're going to cover that 19.5. Yeah. And uh, I think it's going to be a little bit lower scoring than we think. I don't think it's going to reach the 66. So All I mean, right. 
Yep. Say Notre Dame covers and the under. All right. So Alabama Notre Dame stats. You got Mac Jones competing for the Heisman. Twenty three. He's gonna go twenty three for forty in attempts at passing. Two hundred forty six yards, and three passing TDs. Najee Harris, thirteen attempts for seventy two yards and the TD, and he's gonna get four receptions. As you see, his workload in the receiving game has went up a little bit since Jalen Waddle game was out with a torn ACL, but also John Metke has stepped up for them. And so um, and he's gonna have a receiving TD there. And also, Devonta Smith, seven receptions for 130 yards and two receiving TDs, and he's going to get a little rush in there for nine yards. Let's move on to Notre Dame. Well, before we move on to Notre Dame, what do you think about that, Dad and Reed? Oh, I like it. What about you, Dad? I'm interested to see the Alabama receivers, especially Devonta. Yep, could be a future Uh, giant coming in the future. Yeah, buddy. Ian Buck, he's going to struggle in the pass game today. They're going to keep passing it, though. 19 for 31, 173 yards, and one pass TD. As you as you see, they're, in my projection, going to struggle with the low scoring. And he's going to, he's going to, it might not be a lot of design runs here. We'll probably get, like, two, three design runs out of Ian Buck, I think. But the defense of the Alabama, their secondary, is very, very good. So and that Notre Dame doesn't have the best wide receivers, but um, I think that he's gonna have a couple design runs, but then the pass rush it's gonna it's gonna make him go, step out of the pocket and have to um use his legs. So that's why I have the seven rushes for fifty two yards, and the star running back for Notre Dame he's been the story this year, Kawan Williams he's gonna get seventeen attempts heavy workload for hundred two yards and a TD and I'll get. We'll get one reception in there for six yards. And then talking about this, their top wide receiver who has a lot of potential, but he's not at his peak yet. I think he will come, and he could be a top wide receiver and come in not this year's draft, next year's draft. I'll have to check what his age level is. He's going to get Ben Skowronik. He's going to get four receptions for 73 yards and a receiving TD, and he'll get one rush. And but um, I, this doesn't happen a lot. You predict minus six yards on the rush. You see, a, when Cl- Notre Dame's gonna need something big, they're just gonna have to um, they're gonna have to do some trickery, and that's when it's gonna come into play for a loss of yards because this disciplined defense and of Alabama and the disciplined linebackers, um, Dylan Moses and Christian Harris. So they're not gonna be fooled. That's a great defense. So. That's it for the stats. Reed and Dad, what do you think about those stats for um, Notre Dame today? Uh, I like it. Um, Any changes you would make, Reed? Um, I would have Ian Book with his passing. You see, he Ray projects him in passing 9 for 31. 19 uh, for 31. 19 for 31. Um, I would have him like a little bit higher with... Uh, um, with 73 rush yards and two TD passes. So you have fate in the fight, Fighting Irish that they'll put up a fight today. I, th- I yes. think a guy like Ian Book's got to have a career day to make this a game. Yeah. Discipline defense. So that's it. We'll wrap it up there. Once again, Alabama versus Notre Dame today at 4 o'clock Eastern time. In the college football playoffs, I'm going to be trying to follow by 
Clemson versus Ohio State, 8 o'clock tonight. Make sure to watch that one. Both fun games, and that's the podcast. Bye-bye.